Welcome to The Big Bang Theory with Steve Waite and Brooke Phillips. My name's Steve Waite, I'm the CEO at the Business Centre and I'll be host today and John is going to be our guest. This episode today is on financial risk. For those of you that don't know the Business Centre, we're a not-for-profit organisation based in Newcastle, been around for about 35 years, helping small businesses in New South Wales. And this is why we decided to run a series where we invited five experts to provide you with simple advice to help navigate through what can only be described as a profound period of business disruption. Our five episodes in the first series are attuned to small business experience of this situation and we want to ensure that that information is deliberately practical and that it offers helpful insights for you. Our first episode in this series was last week on people risk and our second episode in this series today is focused on financial risk which we know is particularly relevant at the current time. Today's guest is John Garris, Managing Director of the Garris Group. Newcastle Accountants, the Garris Group is a professional family owned and operated financial services firm that aims to build a strong and continuous relationship with their clients built on their valuable personal technical knowledgeable expertise. As the Managing Director of the Garris Group, John has led the cutting edge use of technology in the practice and his expertise in the use of zero cloud-based accounting in small business operations. John, thanks for being here today. Uh, I know that you and I were discussing this over the weekend and it was a yep. fast moving piece. We know that the government responded with responses to household pressure, yep. uh, to casuals, to sole traders. We also know there was a response around business yep. in regards to taxation and finance, but also a response around regulation and trying to relax some of the insolvency and bankruptcy issues and in regards to holding uh, general meetings of businesses regarded as ASIC's concern. So There's been a few things. Yeah. A lot going on, a lot of response, but for us, you and I just want to talk it through today. Sure. Thanks for being here. Thanks no, for doing all the preparation that you've done. That's all right. And I guess we might just start off with how are things going in your business? What are you doing? Yeah, well, it's been obviously a, a pretty chaotic um, week and a bit. Our hearts really go out, I think. We need to get that, I think, out mm. in the open right from the, from the get-go that it has been mm. an incredibly difficult um, for time for everyone. We understand that. And um, I think the main thing from our point of view as a firm is really communication. I mean, that's going to be a bit of a reoccurring theme w- yeah. with a lot of these questions today is really emphasising, I think, the importance of communication. Mm. So we've just been, been trying to just absorb the information that, that's come out from, yeah. from all pillars of government yeah. and just trying to get a version, I suppose, of, that, mm. of those announcements out to our clients so that it, it makes a bit of sense because yeah. there are some naturally some political jargon and so forth that, yeah. that fills those announcements. Yeah. So we're trying to cut through that, get the information out as quickly as we can, yeah. and then of course just the, the one-on-one contact, particularly with our small to medium business clients naturally, yeah. Yeah. but also you know the, the broader community yeah. that, um, like that we, we were well. talking about earlier. That communication piece is it, it, you've observed and I've observed. It's really picked up. People are starting to use yeah. different ways of communicating with each other. It's going to be vital, isn't it? Absolutely vital moving forward. You know, particularly as we're seeing some shutdowns, obviously, and we'll, we'll probably talk some of the specifics of yep. certain uh, industries, hospitality yep. and the like, that have yep. uh, been forced to shut down. Yep. But, you know, as as the coronavirus sort of uh, pandemic sort of mm. increases throughout our communities, we're, we're going to see probably, I think, inevitably some, some further shutdowns. Yeah. And so, yeah, as you say, communication, yep. you know, whatever that might look like, I think is really important. 
What are your views? What are your insights on the biggest impacts that you're seeing on SMEs right now? What types of things are you beginning to see already? Yeah, well, definitely in, in our particular space, we, we do have a lot of hospitality, you know, small bars, venue hire yep. style businesses. They've certainly been significantly impacted. And, you know, I think we, we need to be quite quite raw here today. And there's been a few, few tears on, already yep. on the phone from a lot of people, you know, everything from wedding venues that have lost all their bookings, all their income until yep. December. Yep. Obviously some small bars that have, that have shut yesterday in line with the government's announcements and other hospitality venues, cafes, restaurants, etc., yep. that have either either shut or had significant um, reduced trading. So what's, typically what's happening there is that flows on through the supply chain with creditors. What types of behaviours or responses, yeah. what, what's falling there? Look, I think generally creditors in particular have been pretty understanding. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think what we have to understand and this, and this will probably come out during conversation that yeah. a lot of the a lot of the creditors are small businesses just like the, the yes. restaurants and cafes they're everyone's in the same boat yeah. so i think generally there's been you know a great deal of understanding about the situation yeah. but i suppose overarching all of that has, has been a bit of a, an overriding fear uh, there's been some worry yeah. for those businesses how they're yeah. going to pay their bills and just get out of this, yeah. come out the other side. So. Yeah, so communication, like we said, between small businesses is really important to get each other through yeah, this. absolutely. Do you have a part-time business that you'd like to take full-time and beyond? Our experienced business advisors can support you in growing your area and making that big bang in business. Contact us at businesscentre.com.au. Okay, let's dive a bit deeper then. And where the next question I'd like to start to think about is what government grants taxation offsets or money that's been announced to help businesses especially for small businesses what have you picked yeah. up and gleaned from from the you know the swath yeah. of information that's yeah, coming out what, that's, that's, how that's do we interpret it. that it's been thrown at us at a rate of knots yeah. um, with the government's really just throwing the kitchen sink at this thing we've had federal government announcements and we'll go through some of those in in further detail some state announcements as well yep. and there'll probably be some other smaller announcements behind that and, and of course different announcements from the reserve bank as well in conjunction yep with some of those. Do we, do we want to start then with the response, I guess, to at the personal level yeah. for people, uh, casuals or, or sole traders who are immediately in, in a yeah, position where they... we want to start there with the personal Well, I think side, the or? feeling was, particularly out of the first stimulus announcement, that there wasn't enough being yeah. done for sole traders. And and to be to be honest, from, from what I can see, I'm not necessarily sure there's, there's a huge amount for the sole traders. Yeah. I mean, what they have done is allowed them to access the Youth Allowance Job Seeker um, and that's without the asset or income test, is that right? Yeah, that's right. They've yeah. really relaxed a lot of those. So people can um, apply right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we've seen uh, yesterday. There's long queues yeah. right around the country at, at different Centrelink outlets. You need to get in the system. And of yeah. course, when there's uh, things happening within our economy the way that they are, all mm-hmm. of these things, uh, government websites, etc., mm-hmm. are crashing under the load. Mm. They're not really designed for this influx of, of activity. Yeah. So yeah, we are seeing people sort of line up in the streets to, to get this um, allowance. They've effectively doubled it. So yeah. it was $550 yeah. uh, a fortnight. It's been doubled to $1,100 So a if I'm a sole trader, yeah. I've been operating my business up to now. Uh, I can then, because I've lost my income, yeah. I can then become eligible for this. And then I guess when it comes to tax time, 
we roll everything together and... Correct, yeah, that's right. I mean, what we're seeing is that the proviso has been if you've lost 20% or more of your trade, it seems yeah. to be yeah. the benchmark. Now, how do you actually practically yeah. make that work? I'm not sure. I think yeah. they've, that's just something that they've thrown out okay. um, in that sphere. Okay. And actually, this, the same rules apply for the sole traders that yeah. are looking to access some of their superannuation. Yeah. I mean, that's the other aspect to this that they're sort of saying, I really would, you know, recommend that for viewers that are sole traders, and we'll get on to some of the other specifics if they've yeah. got payroll obligations yes. and how that might help them employer. as well. Yeah, yeah if they're an yeah. employer. But we are just talking at the moment here for, if you like, the one-man band style. Yeah. With some of the, the clients you've worked with already, they're also, it's important they're consulting and letting their staff know yeah. in regards to accessing these arrangements and yeah. potentially keeping them on well, in some way? Well, what we're seeing is, and I, and I made some inquiries prior to, to mm. this, particularly around super, the superannuation industry wasn't really informed prior to these announcements from yep. the Prime Minister on, on Sunday. Yep. So naturally they're getting sort of overwhelmed at the moment with mm. requests for, okay, well, how do I, how do I actually access yep. some of my superannuation? The application process is, is supposed to be done through MyGov yep. that again crashed yesterday. So yep. there will be you know, a degree of pay people will have to have. Yep. They'll be able to access up to 10,000 as long as the application is in prior to the 1st of July. Right. Uh, and then potentially they'll be able to access that a further 10,000. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that seems to be between the period of July and September yep. next financial year. Okay. But I really would stress that they need to get advice regarding that. Yep. There's been a little bit of publicity surrounding this already in the papers today from the superannuation industry. Yep. Not sure that this is actually going to, to yep. benefit long term some of these people, but we're really looking at short term yep. solutions right now just to keep the, their cash flow yeah. or to support their cash flow as much as yeah. as much and as I guess people are at this critical stage you probably do need to sit down with your accountant and just look at that sort of decision of making if you're drawing yeah. down yeah and, and you need to look at it in the wholeness of your well uh, that's right and unpacking I suppose mm. all of these different announcements and mm. I suppose there's been an added complication because they announced again some things initially a couple of weeks yeah. ago and now you know there's confusion surrounding okay well yeah. what does the second round of stimulus mean yeah. does that mean that's on top of what's already yes. been announced or yes. is it amending what because there were some other offsets around assets and intangible yeah. assets well that's right I mean the yeah. income the uh, immediate asset write-off threshold yeah. has been increased so really they've also increased so made it a much broader uh, variety of businesses you've yeah. got if your aggregated turnover is less than 500 million yeah. I imagine that'd be most people probably yeah. on the then <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. can access this yeah. now I think there's an important point to make around the instant asset write-off first of all the current provisions in place mm-hmm. it's not 30,000 it's less than 30,000 increased to 150 is yeah. less than 150 right now that's X GST so we're going right. to take GST out of the equation here yeah. And the other thing is, and a lot of people that are probably watching are saying, well, that's all well and good yep. to increase the threshold up to 150, yep. but you know, I don't have the cash flow at the moment to invest in these sort yes. of things. I think what they also need to understand is that if they are able to access small business concessions, small business pooling concessions, yeah. Yeah. then the pool balance will lift to 150. Okay. So we've got a lot of businesses that are carrying, say, pool balances of between you know, 80 to 100,000 yep. that before these measures were put in place, they were only able to depreciate 30% of that yep. pool balance. Yep. They'll now be able to write the, that off. Yep. So they don't necessarily have to go out and spend anything more. They'll still be, get some tax benefit yeah. from these changes that okay. are put in place. So I had another question there that we were talking about on Sunday. Yeah. With regards to this announcement and eligibility being from the 12th of March yeah. through to 30 June, yeah. a sole trader who may have been just kicking along and looking at restructuring, if they then restructure and become a company now, and then as a result of that, 
register for PAYG withholding yep. and become a company and pay themselves a salary, yep. are they going to, in the fine print, is that out yet? Are they going to be able to benefit from a perfectly rational and reasonable decision to Absolutely. restructure their business? Yeah, I know that we did discuss yeah. this on Sunday. It appears as though they're plugging that loophole because there would probably be a lot of yeah. sole traders looking to quickly restructure, as you say, mm. uh, into a company and then try to access some of these provisions, just pay themselves, if anything, yeah. a little bit differently yeah. um, as an employee. It does look on the face of it as though you won't be able to do that. The other aspect is, I suppose, if you're already, you mightn't be paying any employees yet. Technically, mm. when we register for someone for pay as you go withholding, you can backdate the registration. Yes. The question I think should be put to the ATO, you know, if somebody in this current quarter yep. backdates their registration to the 1st of March, yep. quite honestly, you know, yep. looking to pay people yes. to try and help them out, yep. does that mean that they qualify for this? So it's going to be in the fine yeah. print, isn't it, as, as it's implemented and Comes law. Exactly right. And that's an important point that a lot of these measures, legislation yet, yep. it looks as though there's not a lot of resistance from opposition yep. on that. I think yep. we're, we're trying to, or government's trying to act in a bipartisan way as much as yes. possible yeah. in these circumstances. A little bit like wartime, I suppose, yeah. in some respects. Indeed. Let's talk all things small business. For some practical advice and direction, DM us on Facebook or Instagram at The Business Centre. Well, let's yeah. step our way through a few more, so yeah. moving more fully onto the business uh, responses and the stimulus package. So what, what do you think about those? Yeah, well, I think definitely the, the main one that a lot of people will be interested in is the, the cash flow yeah. sort of side of things. So how so does that work? The first stimulus announcement was, okay, as long as you were paying employees, mm-hmm. and you mentioned the, the mm-hmm. 12th of March yeah. uh, date there, as long as you're paying, you don't necessarily need to be withholding mm-hmm. any tax, but just paying some uh, employees, then you'd be able to access, or previously, 2,000 minimum mm-hmm. with a maximum of 25. That was the first 20, announcement. That was the first announcement. Yeah. Now, what's happened is after the, the second round of stimulus, that's yeah. now been amended yes. so that it's a minimum of, of 20,000 now, yeah. as long as you're paying employees, to a maximum of 100,000 there is to try and retain the Absolutely. labour force and keep people employed. Yeah. yeah. So some of the fine print on that is that it's it's now two separate, if you like, packages rolled into one. Right. The first is focused between the March and June period. Yeah. So it'll vary a little bit depending on whether or not you're a quarterly PAYG lodger mm-hmm. in, your, in your BAS or a monthly BAS lodger. Okay. If you're a monthly lodger, what the ATA will do is they'll look at what's your PAYG withholding for the, for the March month yeah. and then they'll triple it. Okay. So that's the first part of that, whereas of quarterly, naturally, it covers the January to March period already, and they'll just look at whatever that figure is. So that's capped at 50 to start with up until the June quarter, and then what you'll get is you'll get, based on what you've what, whatever you've accessed mm-hmm. throughout that period, you'll get, it'll match that over a period, a monthly period, so you get 25% yeah. of the total. As I understand it, there's no application for this. It's going for, to be an automated process yeah. through the ATO, is that right? Yeah, so there's a couple of things that really are important here. One, it's not a cash payment, and I think there's been a lot of commentary yeah. surrounding this, people thinking, okay, well, mm. when's it hitting my bank account? Mm. It won't necessarily hit your bank account mm. because it's an offset against your BAS once you lodge. Okay. So you need to lodge, that's yes. the other thing. We need to keep, keep um, lodgements up. Yeah. It will work through the tax system at such time as it, as it is lodged. Mm-hmm. And that's probably been one of the criticisms that um, they're not yep. going to start, yep. the benefits won't roll in until late April. 
what happens if I fall behind as a business owner in my uh, my ATO obligations? Yeah, well, I just it was more coincidence more than anything. I was at a, a tax summit conference, major conference, the week before last, yep. and the commissioner himself, Chris Jordan, was there in attendance giving mm-hmm. a keynote speech. Mm-hmm. He made it very clear to, to all of us bean counters that <laughs> that in the room it was, yep. it was, it was a wild party. That one for a few days. Yeah, he made it very clear that from high management all the way down, mm-hmm. the message has been show empathy towards businesses. We're going to delay tax as much as possible Okay. at minimum six months. Yep. If you're already on a payment arrangement, and we've yep. had this at the, at the coal face already, yep. they're deferring payment arrangements, yep. effectively just cancelling them, rolling them forward for about six months already, which has been helpful. So they shouldn't be they shouldn't be a problem at this point in time. Okay. So the next question I was about to lead us to, John, was borrowing and, yep. and the current risky environment and trying to trade through and just digging in. What do I do? What, what's your advice with regards to these this response in the banking or the or the loan? environment? Um, yes, the, the federal government is arming the banks with somewhere close to $100 billion worth of funding specifically for the small to medium uh, So they're going halves basically with the banks. It's a 50-50 thing. The RBA yeah. is tipping in, the banks are tipping in. Correct. Yeah, they're going to yeah. go 50% guarantor on yeah. these loans and they're relaxing a lot of the lending restrictions. Because as you can imagine, we're a heavily regulated yep. market. There's, there's Each bank's slightly different. What's actually happening though? How do I get there? How do I get to my bank manager? How do I get to my bank and apply? What's that looking like? How's that for at the, moment. at the moment, the banks, as you can imagine, are, are being just overrun with questions surrounding, okay, well, how, how does it work yeah. uh, practically? The short answer is they're not sure yet. <laughs> the yeah. packages are coming. They're trying to put them together as quickly as they can. Yeah. It's likely early April is what we've been told that these okay. will be available. Yeah. The process would be, and this and this is really something that I think all small to medium businesses should be doing anyway, yeah. is already either booking in or having that conversation with their small business banking specialist. Yeah. There could be a whole variety of reasons for existing existing loans and we'll probably get to touch on that okay, in a moment. Just hold that one, we'll yeah, come back to yeah. that. We've got another really good question here from yeah. Jane who's asking about a payment arrangement the ATO that she's actually got in place at the moment. Will she still be able to then be eligible for the, the announcements that the government's made in regards to the stimulus? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first point there on the, on the, her current arrangement, if, if that's becoming difficult or, or just not possible to meet those commitments, yeah. my experience has already been yeah. the ATO are happy to just effectively cancel that yeah. and we'll revisit again probably in July. And still be eligible for anything. And still that, be yeah. completely eligible as long yeah. as she's keeping up to date with her lodgements. Okay, so yeah. let's come back to the credit arrangements then. So the, the 250K that's been spoken about, how do you see that is working in, in that regard? Obviously, it's, it's helpful, but the, the problem is, and I think this will be a, a bit of a recurring theme with people online, yeah. is in a lot of industries, their cash flow is either completely dried up already or is getting to dangerously low levels. So, and, and employees are being let go. There's mm-hmm. been, it's just, we're talking obviously a lot about the economic cost of business, but there's the human costs yeah. as well. Yeah. It's going to be difficult if people aren't paying employees, then obviously the mm. amount of withholding tax that's relevant is going to be lower. Yeah. So the the impact that it's going to have might, it, it remains to be seen exactly how well it'll work. Yeah. I get why they're doing it that way, because yeah. they want to try and keep the unemployment rate down as, as much as they can. I mean, yeah. it, it's inevitable that it will rise, of course. Yeah. It's, it's okay, but I, I think more needs to be done yeah. with regard to particular industries, definitely. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about things like commercial rents, you know, we've, we've seen all sorts of media coverage surrounding this, you yeah. know, how do I meet 
my yeah. rent obligations and other things. Yeah. You know, my view is there should be a complete freeze on, on all rents yeah. altogether. That's challenging yeah. in the current but market. But you can, I mean, uh, yeah. we've had advice from Osborne Law in regards to uh, mm. leases uh, and, and their advice is, you know, speak to your landlords. I think, I think the conversation needs to be held and it comes Absolutely. back to mm. what we spoke about potentially in this a realm of capital. Mm. What would you be advising businesses in regards to their short-term debts and their obligations? And how do they yeah. fundamentals of managing the finances of their business? What do you think? Well, I think particularly for um, for us, and I can only speak about our experience. The March quarter is actually always seen as probably the most critical quarter. Yeah. Because by the time that the sort of the compliance aspect of, of business, by the time the March pass is done and completed, we've done our bit and so yep. on. It's yep. normally late April to yep. sort of early May. Yep. So we've got a very good understanding by that point in time about you know the financial position of that particular entity in yep. that given financial year. Yep. Now previously the focus has then been about okay well how do we position ourselves in such a way one to generally you mm. know minimize tax for my family group yep. but also two to position ourselves in such a way where we can you know look to borrow with power to yep. help grow yep. and expand our business. Now I suppose we're, we're flipping that a little bit to yep. you know making sure the businesses are staying alive. Yep. So really uh, really I think that that piece should be happening already yep. with accounting firms with their clients yes. trying to look through just getting back to basics yes, you know, yes. line by line. Indeed yeah. Um, um, you know, working out what your break even is. I guess, and that's why yeah. we call this a disruption series. I think we're mm. living in an era where disruption has become the new norm. So yeah. speaking with your accountant and looking at planning and yeah. looking at what you can do to tweak your business, despite the, the, the severity of this situation, it seems to be an ongoing yeah. normal situation. Create your own Big Bang and see your business idea come to life. Our online course, Start Your Own Business, helps you learn the basics in marketing, compliance, modelling and small business finances. As a bonus for our podcast listeners, you can use the code BIGBANG to access the Start Your Own Business course online for free at businesscentre.com.au. I've just got a quick question here yeah. from David. I'm sure it'll be quite easy to resolve, but David's asked, I'm actually operating as a sole trader, but registered as a company. I've assumed I'm not considered a sole trader or am I? Well, it's a bit of, I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I think if you're a company, you're a you're, company. You're either you? a company or a sole yeah. trader. I think that sometimes, again, the yeah. terminology yeah. and the jargon can be confusing. Yeah. I would probably say to David, I'm more than happy to get into the specifics of his. If Thank he wants you. to, you can get in touch. All right, let's 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 look on then at an, another question, which is, what are your thoughts on negotiating with your suppliers to get better price or better credit terms in this environment? Better price. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you can do that, let yeah. me know um, how you've done it. I think getting a better price is is going to be a real difficult challenge because as we're talking about again everybody's in the same boat so you know small businesses the whole supply chain's been impacted mm. so asking mm. for a, a discount or a reduced cost price i think that that would be challenging yeah. i think again it comes back to communication yes. and we've really seen this with some some quite big um, groups already they've been just calling around to all of their different suppliers just letting them know exactly what's yeah. what's happening what the way that they've been impacted yeah. and uh, and of course trying to get some relaxed repayment terms yeah. i think that's probably the best thing that you can do at the moment and just, just do the best you can. So with communication, as we said, is important. We're all in this together. It's the underlying thing um, here. I mean, at the same time, we want to operate a good business and have good business practices. So what do we do about the normal terms? Do we still apply, you know, invoicing and, and recognise that we've issued, that we've set terms yeah. and recognised and, and so that there's some point in time that it's marked? Are we still... Well, it's a case-by-case -case basis. It depends on the industry that you're in, I suppose. And, you know, individual business owners within their space would have a, a better feel for whether or not 
or not they need to, to make some adjustments to those yeah. those payment terms. Yeah. Whether or not people, you know, yeah. worry too much about terms at the moment is, yeah. is probably a reasonable sort of comment as well. It's, yeah. it's just, again, I think it's just doing the best they can within their, yeah. within their particular Now, industry. I know that you've got clients that are in the trades as well. Yeah. And, and one of the, uh, the responses that I saw coming through from government looked quite reasonable and it was encouraging the retention of trainees and apprentices. Yeah. Was a 50%. Fifty percent of their yeah. of their wage, effectively for nine yeah. months, which could be anywhere from nine thousand to fifteen thousand dollars, depending on yeah. where they are. So yeah. The, yeah, it's a cap of twenty one thousand up through to September, isn't it? Through to September, correct, yeah. exactly, uh, and that's paid quarterly. Yeah. Applications for that, I think the proviso is that that apprentice or trainee has to have been in training by yeah. the first of March or yeah. uh, that date. Yeah, yeah they, the applications are made through the relevant apprentice government body on that front. Yeah, but of course, if for some reason that employer is not able to keep that apprentice on and they go to a different employer, that employer would be able to access the same stimulus as well. So yeah. Got another question here. If a company is registered as PAYG withholding but hasn't been paying, can it pay a minimum amount to directors to then qualify for the 10K? Yes, as long as in the, the March BAS, they, there's, there's at least $1 effectively yeah. paid with no withholding tax, then yeah. they would at least get the minimum amount of stimulus. That's okay. right. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. If the, is there anything else, John, that you particularly wanted to touch on? Because I know that we asked you to give, give us your five tips, which yeah. you've asked every expert to do, but is there anything else that we haven't covered in our conversation today that you'd like to highlight? I think the important piece here is that I know that small businesses, they really want help right now. And whoever their, you know, their accounting group is, whatever, by all means, keep that communication up. Yeah. We, you know, certainly for our clients, the message is that we'll, we will get here. to you. Yeah. Um, and it's just going to be a little bit of a delay in, in getting through to everybody. Yeah. We all, I think, need to, to work together like, yeah. like we haven't before. I think um, so. Yeah, and just just solve problems together. It's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. I think people need to realise as well that they're not alone. Yeah. One of the top tips was really to talk to your employees yeah. if you're a group. Indeed. There's a couple of reasons I think that's important. Yeah. One, as we said before, there's a, there's a real human cost here yes. and employers are going to have to let go of employees during this time. Yeah. And I think having that group discussion with your employees, I think it provides them with a bit of dignity as well. I think Understanding so. about yeah. why they're maybe having to be moved on or, yeah. you know, and also um, I think it provides an excellent some brainstorming opportunities Absolutely. to, I to totally solve agree. problems. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I'd, I'd have to concur. At the, at the group here at the business centre, within one week, we essentially turned our business around mm. to be an online business. And with the help of the guys from Fordtronic also, yeah. uh, a collaboration with these guys, we've been able to, through their means, mm. been able to do that quite quickly and rapidly. Absolutely. If you're enjoying our podcast today, make sure you rate and review Business Big Bang Theory through iTunes and follow and share us on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram or LinkedIn at the Business Centre. What is your advice to landlords who need to make mortgage payments when your advice is to hold rental payments? Delayed yep. mortgage payments are capitalised, resulting in higher future costs. My advice would be to go straight to the bank and ask for a deferral yep. for six months. Yep. They should have uh, really been doing yep. that already, yep. but it's not going to be automatic. Yeah. Um, so I think, that, again, that conversation piece needs to happen. Proactive. Obvious, yeah, obviously, mm. if the business isn't paying the rent mm. and they've got a mortgage payment that they need to, to meet, yep. then that from that end, they yep. need to be, have a, a hold on. So for six months, six months, yep. then the two will effectively cancel each other out. Okay. Well, let's get to your uh, your five top tips to help people manage their cash flow right now. 
Yeah, well, I think um, it really is important to, to speak with, um, you know, a proactive accountant, whether that be, you know, us or, or whoever they, they're yep. currently dealing with. I think that is a really important piece. There's a lot, as I said, of, of detail in these announcements and they're coming thick and fast. Mm. So I think just really being able to, to analyse that, what mm. parts of those announcements are going to work best for their business, yep. I think that's, that's really crucial. And of course, as we said before, just getting back to basics and just working with each individual business is going to be unique and have yes. their own uh, yeah. things that, that, are, that are important to focus on. Mm. But I think that, that needs to happen as part, I think, of the, of the March quarter. As I was saying before, it's not a bad quarter for that to happen. Yeah. Um, you're able to then apply some of the economic stimulus measures or work out how best to apply that to the business, yeah. along yeah. with working out just, just what they need to survive, where they can trim, working on, on their cash flow generally. And your next one was yeah. speak with employees. Yeah, which, 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 which we, we spoke about spoke, before. Yeah. Just being flexible. And I think one of the great things that we've seen already yeah. is that I think a lot of businesses, certainly on social media, have already been doing this. They're yeah. working out new ways that they're I able think, to. I think so. I, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's not too early to talk about innovation. Yeah. It can be a bit trite to think about the critical yeah. um, stress that people are under, but, but we've seen an amazing lot, you know, Earth Brothers with their, with their gin distillery. Yeah. Uh, we've seen a, a group of pubs in Western New South Wales turn their pubs basically into a retail shop outlets. Yeah. So I think it, it, it is a time gone by that we're back in where yeah. you have to, to be relying on ourselves a little bit more. Absolutely. You then so we've spoken about speaking with creditors and stakeholders and as we said, working together. And your last one, don't, don't panic, panic, leave with, with courage. courage. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of uh, employees are looking from their from their business owners at the yeah. moment is, is leadership. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be easy. No. We, we don't know how long yeah. this is going to last. Yeah. And I think the, the best thing you can do is, is is lead with courage and yeah. just give some certainty as yeah. much as you can, as much as you can, as much as you can in, in yeah. these sort of yeah. these sort of times. So. First, I'd like to thank you and yeah. the Garris Group. If if you want to contact John, please uh, email the Business Centre, and uh, we'll forward on your details. If you want a business advisory session, you can speak to one of our advisors. Sometimes I know from just talking things through in business, it, it is of great benefit, and our advisors are able to help you. We're all working remotely, and we're here uh, to help and assist. We thank you for your time today. John and I are going to, uh, to wrap. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Business Big Bang Theory podcast. Do you know someone we should talk to? Do you have an idea for a topic we should cover? Or would you like to be featured on an upcoming show? Get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email with podcast as the subject line to info at businesscentre.com.au.